Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Summer is all about grilling, and no one understands grilling better than Omaha Steaks. Their grand summer grill-out package lets you stay home and eat like you're at the best steakhouse in town, all for much less. They've got bacon-wrapped filet mignon, pork chops, chicken, kielbasa, and more, all delivered to your door with ease. And right now, Omaha Steaks is offering an exclusive deal on this amazing package. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter the code LIBERAL into the search bar, and for this week only, Omaha Steaks will add four burgers and four gourmet jumbo franks free with your order. Omaha Steaks delivers quality and safety with every order guaranteed. Your order will arrive flash frozen, vacuum sealed, and safely delivered to your door in a cooler with dry ice. Go to omahasteaks.com, type liberal in the search bar, and order the Grand Summer Grill Out Package. For this week only, you'll receive four Jumbo Franks and four Omaha Steaks burgers free to complete your steakhouse experience. omahasteaks.com, enter code liberal in the search bar. Portland is 2020's Migrant Caravan. Let's begin. Welcome to the Sanity Cast. I'm John Fugelsang. This is the little podcast in the Stephanie Miller Sexy Liberal Podcast Army. It's all about how to stay sane when the Christians have elected Caligula. How do you stay sane when your country leads the world in a plague with, as of this recording, total confirmed cases over 4 million, over 145,000 Americans now dead from a virus and health experts warning in the next two weeks from the time we're recording this, America will hit 1 million new cases in 12 days, and there will soon be a sharp increase in the death toll as well. Cases are rising in almost every state, surges in 31. It's topping out in California, Arizona, Georgia, Florida, and North Carolina. Millions are going to lose unemployment aid and pandemic assistance the week we're recording this. We know that Russia is directing, directing anti-Biden messaging through a GOP committee led by Senator Ron Johnson, who is, by the way, the dimmest member of the entire Senate. I've interviewed him. Uh, a time when the new Trump ad on chaos and violence is using old Ukrainian photos, when we know that on election day, Trump is going to sue to try and stop absentee ballots from being counted, when Fauci has said it's too late to do anything about this virus and a vaccine's the only way to control it, when you've got retired Army Lieutenant General Russell Honore blasting Trump for deploying these anonymous federal goon squads into Portland and then moving on to other cities, how do you, how do you keep your head out the oven? When you hear that Republicans want to cut the weekly unemployment bonus during this pandemic from $600 to $100, what a stimulus, at a time when California is hitting 400,000 cases of coronavirus, and they're warning it's going to be at least a month before a decline begins, when a Canadian court just ruled it's too unsafe to send asylum seekers back to the United States 
because our immigration laws would lead to their imprisonment, which would get them sick. And all this in time for hurricane season. I know it's bad. It's depressing. It's crazy. It's like Lenny Riefenstahl directing the Three Stooges. And you've got this president who's ready to be a craven liar and a blithering idiot and a desperate racist and indifferent to U.S. loss of life and totally uninterested in having any kind of national strategy on coronavirus. He's just here to make the historians giggle and make the historians weep. It's very hard to feel optimistic at a time when this guy uh, is saying lock up Hillary Clinton and Nazis are very fine people and there's bounties on the heads of our soldiers and it's silence and an assassination attempt on a federal judge where her son is murdered and there's silence and 145,000 Americans are dead and it's silence. But Roger Stone, Paul Manafort, and of course, uh, pimp to Jeffrey Epstein's child sex trafficking ring, Ghislaine Maxwell, he wishes them well. It's very hard. I'm here to tell you. And maybe it's not about us being sane. Maybe it's about us trying to be sane for others. Maybe it's about when we feel our most anxious, that's the time we have to try to make somebody else get through it. And how do we get through it? With love, with empathy, with patience, with grit, and with some healthy distractions. Because I'm not going to lie, we need you in this game. This is the podcast that believes depression is a disease, negativity is a habit, Hannity is the opposite of sanity, and we're for all in this together. We need you in the game. Despair is not an option. Despondency is nothing but a sign of privilege. But there's plenty of beautiful things out there, and there's plenty of beautiful people who are fighting really hard, and they deserve us not giving up. So take a break. Get out there, read some good novels. I mean, I'd say go see theater or concerts, but that doesn't exist right now. So see quality films, read good books, try to have sex if you know somebody, try to take a dance class on YouTube, get your blood flow going, get your heart rate up. They want you to despair. They want you miserable. Because if you're miserable, you can't fight back. You can't fight back about things like the fact that our passport is basically worthless. I mean, I remember the first time I got a passport. I was I was in my 20s. I took a long time and I had to go to, I, I was going to London to do a TV special with Paul McCartney and I had to get a passport. That's a really good reason. So having a passport has always been really special to me. But right now, many countries are horrified of your passport. They're horrified of Americans traveling into their countries and spreading COVID-19 because our country is ruled by an insane racist clown who doesn't listen to science and after five months and 145,000 dead Americans still has no national strategy. So many countries are closing their borders to American passport holders. That, I mean, do you want a greater sign that we lack leadership? It's cost us so much. But now the passport, which was for my whole life a symbol of the privilege of American citizenship, now that's not to be trusted. I'd have to throw my passport in a clean phone pro and hope for the best. I mean, European nations started closing their borders to non-essential travelers on July 1st. I mean, this began opening their borders to non-essential travel on July 1st. Think about that. They began opening their borders for recreational travel on the 1st of July. And those borders are to remain closed to American citizens. And by the way, even though we represent one of the largest tourist markets to the Bahamas, uh, the prime minister of the Bahamas has blocked the entry of U.S. tourists. <sighs> Guys, 
And, and let's just be honest, if Trump stays in office, I don't see how this changes. I mean, the billionaires who own this country at some point are going to have to realize, hey, uh, we got our Supreme Court judges and we got a ridiculous tax cut, so we're more wealthy. Jeff Bezos can make $13 billion in a day. And apparently that's no more outrageous than Vladimir Putin having bounties for the murders of our troops. America has lost its place in the world. And it happened really fast. If I was Joe Biden, or if I was advising Joe Biden, I would advise a phrase to say that he will lead on this. And I've come up with one. It's not great, but uh, it's more than I've heard. And it is 3690. 3690. This is not some Herman Cain 999 thing. 3690. Joe Biden can run on this. Three. Three things we have to do. Wash your hands. Social distance. Wear a mask. Three things. Six four to six weeks of doing those three things. And 90, if 90% of us washed our hands, practiced social distancing and wore a mask for six weeks, this could end. Now, scientists actually say if 70% of us did this, but I think 3690 sounds catchier than 3670. And it's a safer bet. So if Biden ran saying, I'm going to, when I'm president on day one, I'm going to call on every American to take six weeks of wearing a mask, social distancing, and washing your hands all the time. And let's see what we can do. Let's test the science. Let's have a national strategy. And in the middle of all that, you know, he'd make sure nobody has to eat their pets to survive. I'm here to help. I'm the Biden whisperer. Uh, Happy birthday to Kim Carnes. The year this, Kim Carnes just turned 75 years old. I wasn't ready for that. When she released Betty Davis Eyes, uh, the actual Betty Davis was 73. Yeah, I'm here to disturb you, I guess. Um, So... I want to just get rid of a few things here uh, on this episode. This is going to be a haphazard episode. But this episode is really about what we're seeing right now in terms of statues. Um, In fact, this is called statutory racist because the House just voted overwhelmingly to pull Confederate statues from the Capitol. Congress is trying to pay lip service. I'm sorry, the Democrats in Congress are trying to pay lip service to the protests over systemic racism. And why shouldn't they? It's an outrage to have segregationists and racists and white supremacist statues. And as I've said from the beginning, take down the Confederates. They declared war in America. Okay, take down the Confederates. You don't want to ever have any African-American children walking the school, seeing a Confederate statue up, just like you wouldn't ask a Jewish child to walk past a Hitler statue. Then take down Columbus. And then after that, I'll talk about the Founding Fathers all you want, but get those down first. So this bill would remove the bust of Supreme Court Chief Justice Roger B. Taney. He authored the Dred Scott decision. Uh, The Dred Scott decision is what Donald Trump has the escort read to him as foreplay. And that costs more, but he doesn't mind because he's so racist. This would also require states to reclaim and replace their Confederate statues in the Capitol. In other words, come get your racists, come get your Confederates bring them home. We don't want them. This passed the House 303 to 113. Now, of course, it will die on the floor of the Senate like Caesar. Mitch McConnell will never allow a vote for this because pissing off racists is not how Mitch McConnell does business. I just want to remind you of that vote, 303 to 113. I can't wait to see which 113 congressmen thought white supremacist traitors who took up arms against America to protect owning, rape, torture, and selling of humans still deserve to be honored in our capital. Think about it. More than 300,000 citizens might not be, I'm sorry, 300,000 immigrants may now, by design, not become citizens 
in time to vote. This is voter suppression, a whole new angle. There's 300,000 immigrants who are now at risk of not getting their citizenship in time to cast ballots because the federal agency in charge of processing said it can't be done in time. It's all about limiting the vote. It's all about cheating. And that's the only way they can win. Gerrymandering is cheating. Voter ID laws are cheating. The Electoral College is cheating. Lies about a caravan is cheating. Having martial law take place in cities run by Democratic governors that aren't even the most violent cities in America. Uh, St. Louis is technically worse than Chicago. That's cheating, too. They don't care. And neither do the supporters. Listen, I know every one of us has a Trump supporter in our life that we love. But here's the thing. We have to accept this. Donald Trump began this campaign spending years lying that the first black president wasn't born here. He spent years spreading a racist lie about the first black president not being a real citizen in front of any microphone that would have him with no evidence. And he was lying all along. And 62 million people who call themselves Christians don't care. And I'm sorry, guys, at this point, I'm beginning every argument with that right now. Any one of these trolls comes at me, I just save time. I say, where was Barack Obama born, please? Always be polite. Just say, where was Barack Obama born? They'll try to not answer it. I just say, I'm trying to find out if you value Donald Trump's lies and racism more than you value truth. And then you say, here's a hint. He was born in Hawaii. So I'll ask it again. Where was Barack Obama born? And see what they say. You'll find it very telling. And again, it's not a litmus test. It's a shortcut. Um, Also, can I talk about another lie? Donald Trump saying how great he was for the stock market. I mean, I know presidents don't really have a massive effect on the stock market overall. But if you want to talk about the stock market, um, Donald Trump is pinning all of his reelection hopes to the stock market. That's it. That's why he keeps bragging about the stock market, even though millions have lost work and he doesn't care and he's doing nothing for them. I mean, if you want to help unemployed people, if you want to help the economy, you address the disease, but he won't address the disease. He finally just wore a mask for the first time in five months and said he believes in wearing masks. Oh, and also uh, Oceania is at war with East Asia. Oceania has always been at war with East Asia. But here's the thing. Stocks have risen by an annual 13.7% over the course of Trump's administration. That's not bad. I mean, if you look at the total return with dividends reinvested, 13.7, not bad, stocks rising. But in the last 40 years, friends, if you go back the last 40 years, he's behind Reagan, he's behind George H.W. Bush, he's behind Obama, and he's behind Clinton. And I hate to tell you, Democrats have outperformed Republicans on stock market gains in the last 40 years. Shall we? Trump annualized 13.7% rise in stocks, but Reagan, 14.1%, George H.W. Bush, 15.1%, Barack Obama, 16.5%, and Bill Clinton, 16.7%. The only president worse than Trump on the stock market was the one with a global financial crisis and a housing crash, George W. Bush, who, look, I've said for a long time, he's still the worst president in my lifetime. I'm willing to admit there might be some competition. We all know that the Clean Phone Pro with its powerful UV lights kills bacteria and viruses that live on your cell phone, car and house keys, credit cards, earbuds, face masks, and more. But what happens when you're driving to the store, you reach for your face mask, and realize you wore it yesterday? <gasps> 
Now you can sanitize that mask in under five minutes in your car because the Clean Phone Pro now ships with a powerful car plug adapter included in the package. So whether you're keeping safe at home or have to go out, you can have the benefits of the Clean Phone Pro with you and sanitize those constantly touched items anywhere, at home, in the car, or at the office. Get the Clean Phone Pro now with a car plug adapter. Add the code SEXYLIBERAL, all one word, at checkout, and you'll get free two-day shipping. Only you can defend yourself and your family from bacteria and virus. Get the new Clean Phone Pro package. Get KN95 masks and get free two-day shipping by adding the code SEXYLIBERAL. Go to the NewDealShop.com. You know what I hate? When your social media pops up with a summer vacation pic from like five years ago and it's great memories, but then, ugh, when did the wrinkles and the bags around the eyes show up? Delete, delete. Well, not this summer. How about no more pop-up pics with deep wrinkles, fine lines, and bags under the eyes? And I'm not talking about surgery. I'm talking about Plexiderm. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under-eye bags all in the comfort of your home in minutes. Plexiderm goes on clear, lasts for hours, so nobody will know your secret. I tried it and I look like me, just younger, healthier, better rested. The results will blow you away. Get Plexiderm and love how you look and feel this summer in the mirror and in photos. Go to tryplexiderm.com and use the code VOICES for half off a full-size bottle of Plexiderm plus an additional $10 off. Or try a $14.95 trial pack today by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mention code VOICES. Again, visit tryplexiderm.com and use code VOICES for half off a full-size bottle plus an additional $10 off. Or a $14.95 95 trial pack when you use code voices. You may have already heard this story. I mean, this is the emoluments clause 101. This is the sort of thing that, you know, if we still had standards, we'd do something about. This is a sign of a gaslit nation that this can happen, like the Russian bounties on troops' heads, and it's forgotten. Trump asked the U.S. ambassador to the UK, Woody Johnson, to see if the British government would steer the British Open to his shitty Turnberry golf resort in Scotland. And, and Ambassador Johnson's deputy, Lewis Lukens, told him, don't do it. It's, it's unethical. Uh, but apparently he tried it anyway. And Woody Johnson raised the idea of letting Donald Trump get all that open money uh, with the Secretary of State for Scotland. And the secretary said it was inappropriate of him to discuss his dealings about it. Uh, he would not say if he brought it up, but they did bring up the fact that none of the next four opens are scheduled to be played there. So it looks like Woody Johnson really did it. And to me, this is a scandal. The fact that our ambassador to the UK is Woody Johnson, and he has a doubly phallic name. If he was Woody Johnson Jr., it'd be triply phallic. See, these are the kind of serious analyses people come to this podcast for. Okay, really quick, I'm going to try to be positive about Joe Biden uh, every week, because we have to be, and it's a good thing to be, and there's lots to be positive about. His new climate plan, it's very heavy on unionized labor which was kind of a surprise, like wind and solar are growing so much, but unions are not. And it looks like Biden and his team are trying to change that. His, his climate plan actually uses the word union more than it talks about the climate. And he wants to go after the, the climate crisis smartly by having huge changes to labor laws, along with, you know, new goals to get us off fossil fuels. So like, he said that workers building clean energy infrastructure must have the choice to join a union and collectively bargain. And it supports legislation that'll make it easier for workers to collectively bargain. And Biden's plan would go further and hold executives personally liable, personally liable if they don't. Also, if you want to be inspired by Joe Biden, do yourself a favor and check out the hell of a speech he gave on Monday about how he would retaliate against Russia 
for interfering in our elections. He said he would impose sanctions, he'd freeze assets, he would deploy cyber weapons, and he would expose corruption if Putin tries it again. Biden said, and this is when the guy's at his best, I am putting the Kremlin and other foreign governments on notice. Uh, uh, A range of other actions could be taken depending on the nature of the attack. I will not hesitate to respond as president to impose substantial and lasting costs. Now, we know Donald Trump loves foreign interference. He doesn't care. But Biden said he would direct his administration, quote, to leverage all appropriate instruments of national power and make full use of my executive authority to impose substantial and lasting costs on state perpetrators. See, here's the deal. He doesn't even have to mean it. I think he does mean it, but he doesn't have to. He just has to lead. He just has to show what leadership looks like. He just has to be the decent old white guy who'll take responsibility for his fuck ups. That's it. I mean, and one thing as well, I think Biden's learned a lot from where Obama came up short. I mean, Obama warned Putin privately to cut it out. And intelligence agencies released a statement in October 2016 calling him out. That was it. They didn't even impose penalties until after Secretary Clinton had lost. Biden in his statement says, in spite of Trump's failure to act, America's adversaries must not misjudge the resolve of the American people to counter every effort by a foreign power to interfere in our democracy, whether by hacking voting systems and databases, laundering money into our political system, systematically spreading disinformation, or trying to sow doubt about the integrity of our elections. I agree completely. Thank you, Joe Biden. Anytime you get me turned on by Joe Biden, I'm a happy kid. Uh, Guys, we're going to try to do a lot of these. Next week, I'm going to try and do five a week. I'm going to try and just, just pummel them out. Some will have guests. We have some cool guests lined up. Others will just be me ranting about stuff because uh, I don't hear the media making relatively relevant points on a lot. But here's one last thing. Kanye West. I'm going to miss making fun of Kanye. It's been a good long ride. You know, Kanye said Obama did nothing for black people in Chicago. Um, Obama had a jobs bill that was 60% tax cuts that Kanye's Republican friends blocked having a vote on. And Obama had a gun safety bill that 90% of America supported, but Kanye's Republican pals blocked it. And Obama had a Supreme Court nominee who would have stood up for the accused over the cops. Kanye's pals blocked it, but Kanye's pals gave millionaires like Kanye a fat tax cut. The reality is Barack Obama cut the black unemployment rate in half, and he brought us the lowest number of uninsured Americans in history. That's what Obama did for black people. For starters, Kanye, I could take longer on this but I can't really talk about Kanye anymore. I mean, I love when he ran for president because it's like, what? We already have a needy narcissist Kardashian in the White House. We don't need it. I love mocking him when he supported Trump because as you know, of course he supports Trump. Kanye's got a thing for gigantic asses. And I do think Kanye really likes to think that people really like to think about Kanye really likes to think about, but we can't anymore. If you saw his announcement, you know why. Kanye West has officially crossed into Anna Nicole Smith. We can't really make fun of this shit anymore territory. So it is with this sad podcast that I retire my bliss of making fun of a great producer and a really good rapper and a good songwriter um, and a professional jackass. Uh, I will offer up prayers for Kanye and prayers that he has in-laws with a little more decency than what we've seen. So um, 
there we have it. This is a quick one, and I'm going to try and do a lot more quick ones. Uh, we have some great guests coming up, though, very soon. I hope you heard the Judah Friedlander episode that just aired. It was wonderful. Do check it out. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe and review and listen to all the podcasts on the Stephanie Miller Sexy Liberal Podcasting Network. I'm going to say this now. Uh, I'm very grateful to you guys for watching the Sexy Liberal uh, uh, virtual tour, part two. I really enjoyed making my film, Pandemic Mullet. If you haven't seen it, I hope you check it out. I'm releasing a big special in the fall that I hope you will catch. In the meantime, we will reply to you. Uh, if you email us at johnfugelsang.com, please, I'm lonely. I'd love to hear from you. And every night, every night, you can hear me on Sirius XM channel 127, the Progress Channel, from 9 p.m. till 12 midnight Eastern time. This week alone, this week alone, my guest list has included the legendary Canadian singer-songwriter Gordon Lightfoot. We had uh, Juan Williams on. Boy, did people have interesting responses to Juan Williams being on my show. Uh, Rachel Bidikoff, Dr. Rachel Bidikoffer, the election whisperer, the most brilliant speaker we have on elections in America today. We, we had Ambassador Wendy Sherman on my show. We ha- had uh, the Reverend Barry Lynn of Americans United for Separation of Church and State, even Patricia Heaton, star of Everybody Loves Raymond, who is a Catholic conservative, but she and I are friends and we have some interesting talks when she comes on the show. So please, please, please check it out. And if you listen to SiriusXM or subscribe, you know, look into the 30-day free weekend preview, we, three, 30-day free preview. We would love, love, love to have you. I'm John Fugel saying thank you so much for listening to Sanity Cast. Thank you to Chris Lavoie, uh, everyone at the uh, Sexy Liberal Podcasting Network. And of course, thank you to Jennifer Hagerty for doing all the recording. And uh, remember, guns don't kill people. But people who can easily buy 6,000 rounds for their 100-round assault rifle magazines easily purchased on the internet kill people. Peace. Peace.